Hey everyone, it's Jamie with Trip Doesn't Watch Wrestling, but Jamie needs him to, or at least I think that's the title. We are going to be on Twitter slash X, so Twixer, at Wrestle, it's fine. On Instagram, at Wrestling, it's fine. On Facebook, we'll also be Wrestling, it's fine. And then we'll also have a Twitch and some other social media. Just stick with us. It's still all very new, and we will get you updated on that ASAP. Thank you all for listening. Make the popping sound. You can't make it's the pop. No. It's a, it's a one-off thing. We this is a can't good, open a can twice. It's a carbonated liquid. Okay. Everyone that's tuning in now at the beginning of the podcast. I just, I don't know how I feel about it. It's a, about the bubblies. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, you add sugar to it, becomes great. I don't want it. I just, I enjoy my sparkling waters. Hey, everybody. Hi. This is the name of our show. It is Trip. Trip. Yeah. I'm doing it. You're doing it. Go ahead. No. How are we doing? I keep forgetting. Go ahead. I'm saying it. Trip. One, two, three. Trip doesn't watch wrestling and Jamie needs him to. Oh, forgot about the camera. Yeah. We're doing that now. Uh, in our second episode, we did a sitcom like. Oh, I can slow it down and put words up and stuff. Oh. Like that, you are too much. You're like John Cena. You're too much. That's just, that's what this whole episode of Raw is. Uh, t- oh, by the way, fuck. Catchphrase. To <laughs> nobody. <Hold> on. <laughs> Cut. Nope, we're not cutting it. Mm-mm. I said last and week. And catchphrase. I said last week we're gonna have catchphrase. We're gonna try new ones. How do you feel about what our truth said in our episode last week? Nobody knows what a nose knows. I smell a conspiracy. That's the tagline of our podcast. Mm-hmm. This episode. Well, it's obviously this is what we want to say every time. It's obviously a conspiracy because we're two episodes into a wrestling podcast and we're talking about psych. <laughs> I had one week of pure wrestling. And I won now, already. Yeah. Um, what if uh, what if that's what we say at the end of every episode? Yeah, I mean, well, we'll do a new one next week. We'll, we'll have guests and we'll make uh-huh. them say. Yeah. Oh. Nobody Speaking of guests, we have none today. No. We're we're not. Uh, we've never done a thing, so we don't know anybody. Yeah. So if you're all listening to the last episode. I mentioned uh, psych and wrestling, and oh, so you're still drinking it, I see. Yeah, I mean... Everyone... Uh, it's in front of me. Well, I mean, I, I made you a special drink, too. Where'd it go? It, I've been drinking that, too. Okay. I mean, the special drink is just non-bubbly water. Yes, you have two options here. <laughs> non-bubbly... So, keep me uh, from coughing to death. Like yeah, week. well, we... So my voice sounds different. It probably doesn't, but... Uh, if it sounds different, it's because I was uh, congested. I've started drinking these carbonated waters, and I tried the liquid death ones. They're not as severe as some of the other ones. And I wanted Trip. I mean, I asked Trip if he wanted to try one. He said, let's try it on the air. He took one sip, said he didn't like it. Some of you heard that as we're opening in, then now we're, now he's like addicted to it. Maybe I'll get into it. I don't like the cans. I'm it's very aggressive. It is very aggressive. Liquid, Liquid death. death, not a sponsor yet. Too aggressive. 
<laughs> too aggressive to wrestling podcast. Well, I will say the name of no, we're in the this episode was in the PG all era. This, all wrestling is is angry men yelling at each other and angry women yelling at each other. Okay, I'll give you. I mean, they're all pretty angry. You need to watch some AEW. There's a lot of friendship. AEW? Yeah, AEW is the one I watch. There's a tag team called The Best Friends. They hug. Aww. Yeah. You need to... You're watching all this uh, aggressive John Cena stuff. But we'll get into that. First, again, nobody knows what a nose knows. I smell a conspiracy will not be our ongoing catchphrase, but it was worth a try today. Um, and, you know, we're doing Today in Wrestling History, 42 years ago today... Uh, the first in a long series of world championship reigns, Ric Flair won his first belt 42 years ago today. He has held the belt more than, held multiple heavyweight belts more than anyone in history, with the exception of John Cena. WWE, I think, are trying to say that John Cena has the same amount of heavyweight belts as Ric Flair now. Okay. So I'm not going to make you watch a video. This Isn't time. that something that we can just find out, though? What do you mean? The, the number of belts. Well, so that's the thing. <laughs> is that just a, a fact? Well, so John Cena was in WWE his whole career, okay. right? He has 16 belts. Well, Ric Flair was in NWA, WCW, WWE, and a few others. And so Ric Flair will actually tell you that he's had 20-plus heavyweight belts. But... WWE, who bought those other companies, are like, no, you've only had 16. Okay. So, yeah. No, it's not just easy to tell. Well, but when you say won that many belts, it, it means it was scripted for him to win that many belts, right? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so it's just part of the story. Yeah, but imagine if... Okay, think about it this way. Uh... I'm thinking of a popular TV show, or just one I can throw out there. Okay, no, let's do this. Okay, Lord of the Rings. Let's say Frodo won the heavyweight belt in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Or, that, or that Elijah Wood won the belt. <laughs> you picked the smallest character to win the heavyweight belt. Yeah, well, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> let's say Elijah Wood then becomes an actor in Harry Potter and wins a belt there. Mm-hmm. In Harry Potter world, do you count the Lord of the Rings belt or not? No, because those aren't the same character. Yeah, so Ric Flair... But he is the same character, because it's not a crossover. All, but although it's still crossover. Okay, how about this? If a wrestler is on Scooby-Doo and wins a belt, does it count? To be honest with you, I, <laughs> I don't think it should. And that's no, why, it shouldn't. But that's why Scooby Doo. But that's why Ric Flair shouldn't say he has twenty to match John Cena. Really, they could t- probably take away more because what's the difference? If it's if wrestling is a scripted show and you were scripted to win a belt at whatever random place you were at, how does it transfer? It doesn't. Like it's the same. If it's fiction and you win, it shouldn't transfer to somewhere else. I've actually, I started at this on one end of this argument, and I've convinced myself that that I'm right now. That I'm well, it depends on the compatibility of the canon, right? Because, like, there are shows that have crossovers that actually cross over, mm-hmm. and the story is canon. I guess that's true, but... So it, it just depends on, on how compatible 
the canons are. Yeah, and I, how consistent the character is. I do think that depends. So him having sixteen does make sense in WWE because he had a, those other belts in NWA and WCW, and then they bought that. That crossover makes sense. He argues they've had twenty plus, counting other places that don't exist in that canon. Okay. Because I know you can't do. Uh, say it again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you can't do just wrestling in general. I've already lost the plot. What's, can we start from the beginning? What What's the moral okay. today's story? Oh, there's no more. Okay. He. All I was saying is he won his first belt 42 years ago. His first belt. His first belt in NWA. His first belt. 42 years ago? 42 years ago. Uh, but he and John Cena are tied. Mm. He argues they aren't tied because he has 20 plus heavyweight championships he's had. So but, he says that. Who uh, says he doesn't? The WWE. Is this part of the story or is this just... No, that's it's real life. He right. says he has 20 plus. WWE says, well, we're only acknowledging the ones that are essentially in our canon. This feels like plot that they should have developed. They probably should have. Well, funny enough, when we might look at it one day, when John Cena was about to tie the record a few years back, John Stewart, of all people, came in and interrupted the match. Wait, John Stewart? Yeah. John Stewart. All my heroes are in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. John Stewart came and interrupted the match, and then his uh, his whole just write that yeah, one go ahead and write that down. Idea. Um, his whole thing was like, I saw Rick get those other belts, and I didn't think you should match it. So that happened. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So any questions about John Stewart? Somehow we've gotten there, Rick. Big player. This this podcast is gonna go everywhere. I already have ideas. Okay, that's <laughs> good for other things. Well, and we'll see how far I can get you off the original topic while yeah. staying on topic. Well, it's not hard. But Rick Flair defeated for that first belt, Dusty Rhodes. Is is he related to Cody Rhodes? It's his father. Aww. Uh huh. He's a sweet boy, following his father's footsteps. He is. He has a brother that did it too. So, um, that's today in wrestling history. I know it wasn't a heart attack like last week or a fun video. Let's see if we can tie it in. Well, you get to see King a lot in this. I, I have a feeling with what you're watching uh, and the, the rate we're going that I just have this feeling that the King is going to end up being a constant in your, in your life and... I don't know about a favorite, but I just have a feeling you're going to attach to him for some reason. Was he? He was one of the hosts this time, right? The, uh, the announcers. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did not fight a match. This yeah, time. yeah, yeah. So, how do you feel like last episode went? Uh you edited it. No one's seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, no one's gonna see it. They're only gonna hear it. We didn't have oh, it yeah, for yeah. the first. This time. is this is new for episode. No two. one may see this. Uh. <laughs> I, will, I, I liked the first one a lot. It went long. We're going to try our best not to go that long in the future. Um, I, I'm realizing that I hate my voice. So if my voice changes over time, I'm uh, probably going to just have a surgery to just change it completely. Uh, and try to, I don't know, sound like Idris Elba or something. I just, I don't like my... my Give me your best Idris Elba right now. 
I wouldn't know who I'm going to. <laughs> that's what, that's how you want to do the podcast. <laughs> that's that was way it was just too deep. <laughs> I don't uh, no, it was bad. I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> it was better than I thought it was gonna be. Oh, it's a door. I can't think of any words to say with it. That's the hardest part. Um, and then we got to hear, I do think one of my favorite moments is when you did Stone Cold's voice last week and it sounded like six or seven different wrestlers all at once. And then while, as we were watching this episode, The Undertaker comes up and I was like, oh God, it's Trip. So, um, I, I liked last last week's episode a lot. I, I enjoyed talking about it. I had fun. If I wouldn't have had fun, we wouldn't be doing number two. So how did you feel about it? Uh, it felt pretty good. I had a better time watching the wrestling than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Jury's still out, <laughs> but it's, it has it's been a, it's been a way for me to hang out with with Link, mm-hmm. uh, my kid, on 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 a Saturday. We watched this whole one together, um, which is interesting. He he came up to me and was like, "Pretend hitting you." Oh, okay. <laughs> he said pretend. <laughs> he said pretend hitting, and the, okay. But um, so he he's getting he's getting the the point. Um, we'll get to a couple of his his takes on stuff, but uh, no, it felt good. I've always wanted to do a podcast. Uh, you know, cisgendered white men talking on a microphone is what the world needs more of. Yeah. We are just part of the problem. Oh, but the podcasts are fun. Podcasts yeah. are fun. <laughs> so, so you. This is your dream, right? Making a wrestling podcast. No, no. no this no. isn't. This isn't your whole life. No, no. Um, the first podcast I wanted to do, at like I, I actually was actively trying to stay away from wrestling podcasts oh. until I. I can't remember if you had this idea or I had this idea. You had this okay. idea. I had the idea. You had the idea. Okay. <laughs> I knew I wanted you to watch wrestling so I could complain. And, like, I had a whole outline for this that was different completely. I was at, you know, we talked about whether we're going to be political or not. I actually thought about doing a podcast. The only other wrestling podcast I thought about doing was pulling you in or someone else and then relating current politics to different wrestling angles. And there is a lot of overlap. It's a lot more meta. It is, and it would be hard. It'd be much more research, and I still kind of want to do that one episode. You can do a couple. Of those I mean, uh, President Trump's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He gets. Yeah. I, I did mention that. Uh, what's his name? Oh. Sounded like. Uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, uh, I thought Triple H had a lot of mannerisms that were very similar to the way Donald Trump speaks. Really? I, w- I, I want to get that take here in a bit, but uh, da- Vince McMahon, if he called Donald Trump while he was in the White House, one of the few people that Donald Trump would ask everybody to leave the room. <laughs> Why is our world this I way? know, they're in a wrestling angle called Battle of the Billionaires. Yeah. We can, we'll get there, because there's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, Vince's wife, Linda, was in Trump's cabinet. Yeah. Okay. So, not to get, we're not going to get too political, we're not going to do that, but all my other podcasts focused around, um, focused around individuals, uh, diagnosed with disabilities, and so, 
I never did that. But, and I just felt like, Trip, I don't know if you've looked on Spotify or anything, but if you type in wrestling, we're going to be up against thousands of podcasts. It has been my advice to myself to not compete. Mm-hmm. Just do your own thing and do it better than anyone else can do your own thing. So this will be our own thing, and if people like it, they like it, and if they don't, they won't. It's a very odd take on a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I, think I, I think I might have quite a few odd takes. Yeah, yeah, that is one. Uh, so so we've talked about that. How's your co-host for, for your podcast? How are you feeling about him? Oh, who? You? Yeah, you're fi- You're great. This is it's, it's the whole concept. I you To be honest with you, the fact that we went through those names and you only knew a couple, like, uh-huh. I, I love that you have no context for anything we're talking about. So, I have an idea for a game for the future. A game? Yeah. Okay. I want you, maybe next week, to come up with a list of wrestling names, mm-hmm. only one of which is real, and I have to try to guess which one it is. Oh, man. Similarly, I'm going to find a list of... TV shows, uh-huh. and you gotta guess which one doesn't have a wrestler in it. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, I can definitely do that. It's hard for me not to give you three names right now. Cause I did so. If you if you got them off the top of your head. Uh, Grandmaster, Ultimate Warrior. Um. El Turbo Negro. And I guess which one's real? Which one's real? Hmm. Betting that you took so long to come up with the third one, but I don't know if you're just messing with me. No, no, I was trying to see, like, I had, I wanted to get one that, I'm trying, I know that there's a lot that isn't obvious to you, but I wanted to make sure that we didn't do that. Because Grandmaster is a, is a Marvel mm-hmm. supervillain. That doesn't mean he's not a superhero. Or that doesn't mean he's yeah. not a, a, a wrestler. Grandmaster El Turbo Negro. 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 Uh-huh. Um, and. Do, oh, did, I didn't give you a fourth. You, uh, no, you didn't give me a fourth. Well, uh, so that's not the real one. So. Well, no. Which one? Well, I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to be picking out which one's real, right? Not. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. That would be the real one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so out of those three. <laughs> what was the second? Uh, it was Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Uh, Grandmaster is the real one. To your left, you'll see a pop Funko of Grandmaster from from Marvel, <laughs> and then to your right, you'll see a pop Funko of the Ultimate Warrior from WWE. <laughs> well, um, o for one. O for one. Well, well, we'll keep doing that game. That's pretty fun. Um. So, this episode, uh, it's this, I called it, I named this episode the Psych Raw, because you're, psych you're raw. really into Psych, and Dooley, is that how he says Dooley. Dooley. I'm sorry about that, because <laughs> I did a bunch of research online, it's just Dool, Dool, D-U-L-E, and then I heard him say Dooley. It's got the accent, though. Yeah. Except I don't think it's yeah. that case, but it, it's got the accent over the... Yeah. So this was this was fun. The other important to, thing to know about uh, this uh, episode. We should we should say what. It, so it's. Oh, did I not write it down? 
We we should say the actual episode so that people can find it if they want. Oh, gotcha. I got yeah, it right text. here. Yeah, yeah. So Dule and who's the other actor that's on site? James Roday. James Roday. Um I'm not I don't hate Psych. I'm just indifferent to it as a wrestling fan. Well, I've been hidden by a mask probably this whole time. <laughs> uh, uh, as a wrestling fan, when they were going through the celebrity portions, mm-hmm. I, it was not my favorite. Oh, we moved the mask for those on the pod. And knowing this microphone, that probably sounded like a dump truck. <laughs> Uh, so, on Peacock, you can find this episode, it's under Season 18, Episode 4. This is leading in, this is a Go Home Raw episode into the Royal Rumble. Um, and that is the Royal Rumble that, uh, Edge ultimately ended up winning with his comeback. But tell me a little bit about... Spoilers. I don't think you're going to watch it. I don't know when we'll go back to that rumble unless you're just really into this episode. No. I um, think we'll be all right. So tell us a little bit about Psych. Tell you about Psych. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it came on the U- USA from like, I don't know when it came on. From when I was in high school to, to like... Well, this was still on after high school because this was yeah. 2002. Yeah, no, it was... So it was probably from like... We're not waking up, so... It was uh, on on from like the time I was in high school till I was done with college, and I just have always enjoyed the humor and and stuff on the show. So mm-hmm. um, it's easily it's become easily my favorite comedy TV show. Um, I, I'm a sucker for a good uh, detective buddy detective show. Thought Lucifer was gonna fill the void, but uh, that turned out to be a a Christian imagery religious soap opera. No. Uh, not so much a detective comedy show. Gosh. Um, but I just, I like it. I, I think they do a good job. I think it's fun and happy and, and mostly carefree. And then when it hits the, the heavy notes, it hits them good. Okay. So to me, it was just scrubs, but with detectives. <laughs> okay. It's just Turk and JD. But they're doing detective stuff. There's more. Well, I don't know if there's more singing. I never watched. I didn't watch nope. all the Scrubs. Musical episodes of Scrubs. There, there were music. There were multiple musical episodes yeah. of Psych as well. Uh, I can see that. I can see that spiritually, they're they're fairly similar. So, and, and we'll get to this throughout the episode too. But multiple times they talk about psychic powers. What's the deal with that? Okay, so Sean is an incredibly observant person. Largely due to the fact that his father semi emotionally abused him into learning how to be a good detective as a child. Okay. Um, So he has a strained relationship with his father. Uh, I say abused. It was not like he didn't like hit him or anything, but like it was you can't have dessert unless you do like count how many hats are in a room with your eyes closed. Um, So stuff like that, but what was the original question? What's oh, the psychic yeah. thing? So, so he's incredibly observant, and the show opens with like him watching a news broadcast and solving the crime that they were trying to solve based on the newscaster there. 
calls in a tip, they come in, you find out he's been doing this for a while, and then they assume that for him to be able to know this much stuff, he must be involved, so to get out of that, he pretends to be a psychic, and hilarity and hijinks ensue. Okay. And so, it's illegal to lie to the police, so after he's been locked in, even though some people are pretty sure that he's not a psychic because they're reasonable or rational human beings, they kind of use it to kind of force him to keep doing gotcha. solving crimes. Gotcha. He find he unearths the Tyrannosaurus Rex. What? Well, the bones. Okay. That's better. <laughs> he he solves tons of murders. He he does lots of things, and so and then the main love interest, whose name is Juliet on the show, her brother, who shows up three or four times. Is John Cena? Oh, so John Cena's on the show. So a quick. I mean, I mean, I know that from yeah. this. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Times. So interesting little aside, I saw at the end of this episode who the guest host was going to be next week, and that was he, William Shatner. Yes, it is William Shatner. Interestingly enough, William Shatner is. Juliet's father on the show, and so William Shatner is actually John Cena's father on the show. Really? Yeah. So, William Shatner's been on Brawl a couple of times, I think. Uh, and, and you know, John Cena's not the only person. I, I know we get to a point in um, this episode, oh, you're still trying to drink this. Like yeah, don't drink on that. If, if it's a drink in front of me, I'm going to drink it. Okay. I'll remember that in the future. <laughs> so, before we get started, I did want to go through a list of the wrestlers who have been on Psych. Okay. Uh, Mickey James, you have not seen her yet. John Cena. Stacy Keebler, you have not seen her yet. Mike the Miz Mizanin, who is also someone we have seen way too much of. In the so, so, he has been on the... Yeah. Had he been on the show... At the point that he talks about not being on the show? I hope not. I got some <laughs> notes on that. I got some notes on that. The Big we'll have Show. To find out. The, the Big Show was on the show. Oh, was he? How do you not remember him on the show? Look, there are so many characters on the show. Okay. And and when I say characters, I don't mean actual individual actors. I mean characters. Like, there's it's, it's a very vivid and full world. Gotcha. And to keep track of it all, it's seven seasons Back when seasons were 20-something episodes long. Okay. Like, it's a lot of episodes of a show. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And, and like, I'm sure he was just, like, a, a bounty hunter or a villain in an episode. But he's huge. They got... There's plenty of big guys. He's a big show. <laughs> he is a big show. He's seven Roll foot. credits. <laughs> he's a big show. Um, the Bella Twins. Hey, can that bear sign off? What? He's a big show. He's a big show. Bye, everybody. When I first shaved my head, they were like, you look like the big show. And I told them to go fuck <laughs> Big show was born with, a, and he, I mean, I guess he would say this, he was born with the disease that makes you larger and it makes your forehead uh, big and stuff. And I was like, fuck you. I don't think you look like the big show. Thanks, Dad. Okay. And then lastly, Ric Flair's daughter, um, was in the Psych movie. Which uh, one? Uh, Psych. Colon, the movie. Okay, that'd be the first one. Okay, so there's a second one? There's three, actually, mm -hmm. that they brought back well after, 
And it, it's one of the most satisfying, like, bringing back things, I think, that I've ever watched. Good. They're not, they're not all, they're not all great movies. They're very satisfying having watched the show. So, on the psych wiki, uh, wiki wiki, who cares? Uh, there's actually a list of references in each season that there were references. Well, we'll get to, to wrestling. Oh, maybe one day. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to it. It's just quick references. Like, they did a wrestling move. They talked about a wrestler. So, but this is the psych episode. You got so excited last time. I'm still excited. All right. So It was less cringy than I had anticipated. It was more cringy than I anticipated. <laughs> All of that good stuff I said about John Cena last week, like this one, is like, that's why I hated him. <laughs> and like all that I, you would think that him telling a bunch of people that Osama Bin Laden had been compromised or whatever that should be the tagline of this show <coughs> how did he word it? he has been I uh, will remember later compromised to a permanent end yeah but something yeah so he said that just, you know, just a few months after this, like maybe a year later. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was But this was, oh God, this was bad. A little housekeeping. Look, he's not a good actor. John Cena is a great actor now. Then he was not. Yeah. Oh man, he, I, or I think he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed him on Psych. I, I went and gone like, this man, he could win awards. I don't, I don't know if he can win awards. That's a good question. We might need to do a versus episode like where it's like Dave Batista, John Cena, The Rock, like who's the best actor? Well, if it's who's been in the most movies, it's, it's probably Who? If it's who's done the most movies, it's probably The Rock. Well I'm just right? talking about like just yeah. in skill of acting. A lot of people we'll are find making... an objective way to measure yeah. it. Scientific. Well, yeah. Science science. Uh, yeah. Is there a movie with them both in it? Because IMDb can just answer it for us. Because they have an algorithm that just puts the most popular, best. Oh no, first. you can't. You can't trust that though. No, it's just the most popular. We're not. I don't think we're going by popularity. I, mm -hmm. I think we should go by like believability. Well, uh, isn't popularity all that matters in wrestling? Mm, no, because no. sometimes people get held down for storyline. Uh, like there might be someone really popular that they're like, hey, we don't have you fitted for the story, so we we love that you're selling a bunch of merchandise, but we can't just make you number one the best right now. Um, that that being said, you know uh, our our podcast that I still listen to, and I know you listen to some, but uh, Doug loves movies actually has a game based around that algorithm. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, where, I, that's yeah. where I learned about it from. So, like, for instance, they pulled up Dreamgirls, and then they did the cast by popularity, and uh, it was Jim from The Office. So, uh, a, a movie about, you know, these wonderful singers and, and, and strong, good movie. Eddie Murphy got nominated for an Oscar, but the... Number one by popularity was a bit role that John Krasinski played. So, yeah. So we can't do that. No. Um, so this episode, it really started off heavy. We're heading to the Rumble. Well, it started off with 
They don't care about epilepsy. What did, what happened? It was the just fireworks? fucking lights flashing across oh. the screen for like three minutes. Oh. <laughs> they just had green light. It, 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 I'm glad that that pointed at, like that jumped out to you because it did not to me because I, I mean for me I was seeing the same shit I've seen a million times. Uh, yeah, it was just green X's and lines across the screen for like a solid minute, minute and a half. <laughs> oh, DX. When uh, when Shawn Michaels and Triple H came out, you said the green X's. There were just green X's across okay, the screen. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think, like, for a second that your, like, TV was broken? No. Would not know what the X's I was just are? like, this is very... Okay. Uh, outdated. <laughs> okay, so... That's DX. And so the, sh- the show starts off with the, with the lead-in talking about the week previously. Uh, Shawn Michaels essentially had told... Uh, John Cena and Triple H like, hey, I'm going to win this Royal Rumble because I want to face The Undertaker again. This is before the Rumble that ultimately we know Shawn doesn't win, but it's after that incredible Undertaker-Shawn Michaels match at WrestleMania the year prior. I was about to ask, why does he want to take down Undertaker so badly? So, at this point they had... This is going to be long... But give me a give me a break. Give me a second. Okay, let's, let's lock it. Okay, so for years the Undertaker had fought at WrestleMania, right? About I think about ten years in, they're like, oh shit, he's never lost. Let's turn his undefeated streak into a thing. Shawn Michaels won it. I mean, Undertaker too is one of the greatest of all times. But Shawn Michaels is in ring phenomenal. I don't think there's a lot of people that can touch him all around. But he had always called himself Mr. WrestleMania. When you look at their matches in the past, Sean typically won. But Sean, the year prior, wanted him, the Undertaker, fought. And it was like this 30 minute, like, if you watch it, you get into it, it's a really good match. Um, he lost. And so then they did a thing where Triple H was like trying to find him. For the like a couple of months after that and everything, he was like working at buffets and stuff, and that's like Wait, the, who the, was working at buffets? Shawn Michaels. After the loss, he just took it so hard. Uh, there might be more to <laughs> that. Is that a golden corral? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He, but whenever he gets mad, his not own, sponsored. Gold corral, please be a sponsor. Uh, but at the. Shawn Michaels' move is a super kick. Like, he just does, like, a sidekick in someone's face. And uh, he'll, like, get mad at a little girl or something who has chicken tenders who's talking shit to him, and he'll kick her. It was all... It's really... Yeah. Yeah. It. She deserved it. She was being very mean. It was very... Uh, ver- Would you say disrespectful? That's so disrespectful. What is that from? That's from this episode, The French Lady. Oh yeah, I did not hone in on uh, Maurice a lot. Uh, well, it was the it was like one of the very few interactions of of uh, I'm gonna call him Gus as well. Like the Gus that's and Delay. That's his name on side. Gus, Gus Delay is like a good jazz name. But Sean is knee deep. Triple H got him to come back. Let's put DX back together, which was a stable in the '90s and stuff. 
and they're back together, and and Sean's letting him know, like, hey, Undertaker's a champion. He said he doesn't want to fight me again. If I win the Royal Rumble, I get to fight him again. So that's why they're the two of them are having some conflict. Because Triple H also wants to win it, because he wants to be champion too. And he's right. I mean, what he said was that, you know, everybody here wants to be champion. And if they say they aren't, then, you know, they're lying. So here's what I had to talk about him. I didn't have a ton, but mm-hmm. I'm proud of him that he can set healthy boundaries with his friends. Yeah. He's like, I care about you. I love you. I'm not just going to roll over for you. I'm not going to give you everything. I need my stuff too. And that, that's healthy. Yeah. It is healthy. Triple H is a healthy person. <laughs> uh, I see how, and, and you know, it probably wouldn't be as big of a deal to anyone else, but the way you spelled Sean is wrong. Because he spells it like a way you've never seen it before. S-H-A-W-N. Well, <laughs> until I was like in high school and had a friend named Sean. That's how I thought you spelled it. Yeah. Because that's how that's how um, Sean on uh, Boy Meets World spells his name, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was with a W or a U. But I've never met... Oh, it any, could be with a U. I, I've never met anybody in real life with a W. But you spelled well, it the right way. And Seamus spells it the wrong way. Yeah. They really like their SHs, apparently. They do. You, they do. One more and you might get a triple. Yeah. His real his, his real life name is Sean, too, but his last name's Higginbottom. Wait. Triple H's real name is Sean? No, or no. Sean, Sean Michaels. Michael's real name? Sean Michaels. <laughs> and he was like, Michaels is going to be way more... <laughs> the way they get names is so funny, man. What uh, is Triple H's... Like, where did Triple H come from? What's his... Like, like where did H H H? Yeah. So his real name is Paul Levesque. Uh, okay. He came into the WWF as Hunter Hearst Hemsley. He was like a mm. Connecticut rich person gimmick. So Hunter Hearst Hemsley, and as he became edgier, it was like, here's my man, Triple H. And so it moved from he's this rich guy. Mm-hmm. But it, ironically, as he moved further and further away from the rich guy gimmick, he was actually getting richer in real life. He married Vince McMahon's daughter on screen and in real life. He is, oh, yeah. He's even cute? at the, huh? Cute, 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 cute. Question mark? Is that? Well, in real life, probably. In the show, he drugged her and took her to a drive. <laughs> what? Yeah. In the show, he drugged her and took her to a drive-through uh, wedding. So not too cute in the show. What? In real life, they fell in love though. Did, like this is well, this, you this know. Is what I, I, I think I might take away my saying that he has healthy boundaries. Yeah, he does not have healthy boundaries. He's able, he's able to set healthy boundaries for other people, but not for himself. Uh, I've met people like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he just drugged her and took her to a drive-through uh, wedding place, uh, to the point where I think he even moved her mouth. Or something like it's like. <laughs> well, like I don't know. Did he move it? Somebody can correct me. But it, or like he turned his head like when the preacher in the drive-through was like, "And you, ma'am, do you want to marry him?" He like turned his head and went like, "I do." And so then they were married. But that's when he was a bad guy. Trip at this point, he's a good guy. Hold on, which one was first? 
Well, no, he was a bad guy first, and now he's a good guy. At that point in time, yes, he's a good guy. He's gone back and forth a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he's just a com- he's a complex man. Yeah, he can't shake those dim- demons. <coughs> uh, so, any questions about that build-up or going into that uh, match they had? Um, not a question, but I did notice that they mentioned the leprechaun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, so... <laughs> but they just asked, is the leprechaun here? And they said no. So I was like, what was... Why? <laughs> what? What? Because Shawn Michaels wanted to be serious. He asked him to stay home. He, wait, what? I don't know. So, the original DX... I was a little lost in some of the storylines. Yeah, so they had got Hornswoggle, the leprechaun, to come with them because it was just funny. And so this version of DX that you're seeing are two older guys in their 40s. Um, just, <laughs> I thought they called them Generation X. Oh, no, D-Generation X. Wait. Oh, degeneration. Okay. Yeah, because they were originally degenerates. And then they turned it into Degeneration X. What's so, what's so hard to follow, Trip? Why is it so funny? This is my childhood. Degeneration isn't a word. I know, but they were de- they were they were well, degenerate. They just call them degenerate X. I mean, I guess no. they're making a pun. No, they are. They are generation. They X, are right? a nation of degenerates. So they turned it into degeneration oh, X. <laughs> Wait, are you sure it's not G- degeneration X? Nope. It's no. Now my words are messed up. It's degeneration X. <laughs> but like, yeah, but they're also Gen X, right? Like, their age? I mean, yeah, they probably would be. Yeah. I don't know. Shawn Michaels is likely a boomer. Well, so when I thought it was... Probably. When I thought their group name was Generation X, I was like, that seems exclusive for all the other Generation Xs out here. No, no. they it's, You know, it's X because they were getting close to the year 2000 and everything just started... X is everywhere. Uh, X is the coolest letter. Yeah, X is the coolest letter. And they were a nation of degenerates. So they're Generation X. They put it together. Very popular faction. Uh, but this version of it was also very popular. But they're older. They're in it to be funny. Uh, in the 90s, they were very raunchy. Uh, Sean, when he was younger, uh, you know, it's been documented a ton of times. was on a lot of different drugs and everything. Still the best worker in the entire world. And um, So is The Undertaker a good guy or a bad guy? In this situation... They're both kind of... It's a little gray area. Okay, so they're just... Yeah. They're in the, the neutral... Yeah, they're neutral. Undertaker's not bad because he's being a good guy. <laughs> Shawn Michaels isn't bad because he's just trying to get back. That match was so good that people are just like, we love you both. Please, you know, we want to see you fight again. But also, like, they're two of the... long. He's also an older character at this point, too. But, yeah... Um, this version of them was very tame compared to the 90s, so they had a leprechaun with them. That was a lot of work for me to get to that. Um, my only other note on Shawn Michaels, before we talk about the match, is that his hair is awful. It is the worst. It is absolutely awful. So, Shawn hung on to his hair longer than he should have. What's happening with Shawn's hair is, he knows as soon as he cuts it, it's gone forever. Okay. So yeah, but you can you can cut off some of the length without 
It's the length that was the problem. It's hard for those guys to trip. Those guys, uh, you barely saw Bret Hart there, too. I know he's, he's brought up a little bit, but those guys that had long hair, a lot of them kept it because that was part of their character when they were younger. And, uh, you know... Well, they're not taking care of No, no. And see, that's the thing. All these men <coughs> can afford hair implants is the thing that gets me. Is like, Shawn Michaels... And then when he finally did cut his hair after he retired, uh, he was like, I'm not bald. It's just growing back. Like, something he was very self-conscious about. Aww. Yeah, don't make fun of his hair. Don't be rude. No, I can make fun of his hair choices. I'm not making fun of him going balding. I'm making fun of his hairstyle. It was a bald choice, but man. Because, yeah, you can't change some things, but... You can make fun of people for the things they choose. That that weird-haired fucker is one of the best in the world. Yeah. I love him. It, it was a great match. So, yeah. And here's the thing. That match was the longest match of the night at 10 minutes. You had, It did not feel like it no. was that long. And so you have three of the best <coughs> workers of all time with Triple H, Cody Rhodes, and Shawn Michaels. Ted DiBiase Jr., also very steady hand. I know he's... <laughs> Recently, he's come into some uh, some hardships. He was part of this weird thing where they stole welfare from families in Mississippi. He was on a committee that stole money. What? Yeah. There was, in Mississippi, it's like him, uh, Brett Favre, the football player. Oh, I did hear about the Brett Favre part of it. Yeah. So he's a part of that. Which one? Uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. He's not a wrestler anymore. Is he the one that I have just someone marked down because I never learned his name? Yep. yep. Okay. Michaels, <laughs> Michaels, Triple H, Rhodes, and someone. <laughs> What's ironic... That they don't show their names for very long. They no. just assume that you've been there from the start. No. Uh, and so... And sometimes they say their name constantly throughout the match, and sometimes they never say their name again. So, in that welfare scandal, uh, scandal what's ironic about it is... He's the son of a wrestler who was known as the Million Dollar Man. Uh, Back when a million dollars was, you know, a lot of money. You yeah. could actually live on Yeah, money. yeah. Uh, but it's just odd that the Million Dollar Man's son, in real life, was charged in a Mississippi welfare scandal. Because that's what the evil Million Dollar Man would have done. He would... The Million Dollar Man, his father... Did he wear it? Did he look like the Monopoly man? Kind of, kind of. There might be a Funko of him over there by the IRS character. Uh, he's behind Piper. Don't worry about that. I don't know who all these people are. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so, but he would do this thing where he would pull people out of the crowd like kids, his father, and like say, if you can bounce that basketball ten times, I'll give you $100 to a kid. Kid would get on the ninth bounce and he'd just kick the shit out of the basketball or something. Be like, oh, so sorry you didn't do it. And the kid would have to go back. I'm sure they gave the kid. They might have. I don't know. They're pretty terrible Who's sometimes. this guy? Oh, he has scorpions on him. Who do you think oh, he is? Oh, the steam board? Yeah, hold him up for everyone. Oh, they're not going to be able to see that. You can see it. Yeah, so that is, that's Stang. Uh, I've seen him before. You have? I've seen him. I, I, I have, uh... In the film, vague, The Crow? I have vague, uh, memories of him from, like, elementary school with, like, friends who liked wrestling. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
I just noticed that I, I put this macho man over here. Just, I'm going to put him up here, too. That one seemed to be lonely. Yeah. For everyone uh, just that's listening and not watching, I, I got a ton of Pop Funkos in here. I didn't start collecting anything until I was adult, and now it's a problem. When he says a ton, I want to be clear. We've got, like... Hundred and twenty. There's six. Ish. There's six macho men in this and, room alone. And half of them are still in the boxes. The yeah. people on on video still can't see them all. Yeah. We'll, no. We'll, uh, it's way too many. We'll, we'll show you one day. One day, maybe. One day. I'm not embarrassed by it. But yes, this match. Oh, you should put the 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 mm-hmm. the, the one you got last week. Oh, from Link. Oh yeah, yeah I moved it. Link got me. A Roman Reigns, which was very sweet. Six year old. No, it's six. Very sweet. Um, I won't say anything bad about Roman Reigns. Are you gonna move him in the middle? Well, I was moving yeah. out in front of your face. Okay. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Um. So let's go back to this match. So it was a really good match. You enjoyed it. Uh, I, my actual note is this was significantly better than most of the matches in the last one. There was no downtime. Yeah, it was constant like stuff happening. So raw matches are typically that way. Your weekly matches are usually pretty quick, and these guys were all great at it, and they do that because you know they have less time in uh, commercials. So we didn't see the commercials, but they have a ton of commercials. I saw some commercials. We talked about it last week. Were you talking about a Peacock commercials? Yeah, Peacock commercials. Okay. Well, I'm talking about yeah. in real time. Well, there was... Uh, I didn't pay too much attention to it, but there was like a little screen at the bottom mm-hmm. on one of them that was playing an old commercial. Oh, okay. But it was it was really small, so I didn't pay too much attention to it. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to commercials, because you brought it up last time, and now I'm paying attention. I want to see if we had the same ones. All right. Uh, but yeah, solid match. It, it looks really good, felt really good. And for them, like a 10-minute match, those guys, like a night off. One of them was wearing pants. I have a lot of pants here, because I know you were you really wanted people to start wearing pants. I just... And it's not fair, because I don't care if the women mm. wear pants or not, but, like, the, the, the men, like, there's just a lot of Speedos. And I, I just don't, I'm not here for it. Oh, oh. Well, it's okay. Well, if Speedos are okay, but I get it a little bit, too. Um, I gave you some back uh, backstory on HBK and uh, or Shawn Michaels. His his nickname is the Heartbreak Kid. Even when he became very much an old man, he was still the Heartbreak Kid. So you'll hear me say HBK sometimes. So I uh, that you know quick good match. Uh, the right person gets pinned. Ted DiBiase Jr. Uh, and then we get a bes- behind the scenes look at. Oh, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you said the... Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, Heartbreak Kid. So I have an alias section in my notes. Uh-huh. But what I noticed is they also called him the cerebri- the Cerebral Assassin. That is Triple H. Oh, that's Triple H. Triple H is the Cerebral Assassin. Okay, where did that name come from? I don't know. Okay. They just started saying it. You remember, <laughs> the, remember the last one you, when you said old, old man gimmick? And it was Jim Ross? Uh, it's probably him. He just started saying stuff. <laughs> him and Vince Man. Vince Man. Uh, Triple H likes to use a um, sledgehammer, sledgehammer to help him sometimes, and they started calling him that then. 
But to me, that's not a cerebral so, weapon. Unless they're talking about just smashing in someone's cerebellum. Yeah, or they try to say that he... I guess the it comes from like picking apart a um, a body part in a match. He's very he's a very smart wrestler. You'll never see Triple H do a backflip or anything, but you'll see him. He can have a match that seems like a story. It's okay. like when he wrestles people and it's a big long match. It's like watching a movie fight or something. It's like okay, someone's landed weird on their uh, knee, and so Triple H as a smart wrestler, starts working on the knee the whole time. Yeah, it's not always fast-paced, but as that person, especially when he's a bad guy, as that person whose knees hurt starts to work their way back up and fight, it, like the crowd really gets into it, then he'll just kick that knee and they'll fall down. So he's really good at taking the crowd on a trip. There's okay. a lot of ebbs and flows. Yeah, he's. I, I liked watching Triple H. Yeah. Like, I thought he was he was fun to watch. Yeah, him and Shawn Michaels are both really good. Alright, sorry. Go on with, okay. with, with your thing. Next, we got... I was going to say we had the John Cena thing, but I believe next was Miz, right? Yeah, it was Miz and uh, MVP. Yeah. Talking about stuff that I didn't understand. Okay, so... MVP, <clears throat> I never... Re I didn't remember MVP ever being a good guy. Usually he was also a, a snarky bad guy, too. Yeah, I got some feelings on MVP. Yeah. Uh, the Miz... I, look. I'm, I'm at a weird spot with The Miz. My, myself. Like, I understand he's good at making people dislike him. But see, I get no... When he gets beat up, I don't get that pleasure of seeing a bad guy or he'll get beat up. I just... If you turn in... Like, every time I turn on Raw now, he's just fucking there. Well, and this was 12, 13 years 12, ago. And it's just always been that way. And and it's okay. I don't... Mind. Like, I know he's good at what he does. Because he does irk me. He gets under my skin. Literally his job to do that. I liked him significantly more in this in this one than mm -hmm. the last one. Well, he was building up to yeah. what we saw. Like, like you see, even in this episode, he's a champion and gets beat. Like, it's the I always get shit on, I'm get finally getting what I deserve type deal. But, but he was like, I've been, I'm the most famous person in here. No one's ever been more famous than me. Yeah, which was well, also very Trump. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. We'll but, get to him and uh, Gus. Yeah, yeah, because he he Gus had a pretty him, yeah. good a pretty good one liner there. But him and Miz going, I mean him and MVP going back and forth. What were your what? so? I immediately didn't like MVP. Really, like, I immediately just thought he was gonna be annoying. And then mm -hmm. they started going back and forth, and the Miz was doing his thing of like how whatever he is and, and being very unlikable and like the way he's supposed to. Mm -hmm. And then the MVP just was like, no, people don't like you because you're an asshole, which I was like, awesome. I was like, yeah. okay, well, MVP, you're, uh, you're turning it around on me. And then he immediately went into homophobic comments and I was like, eh. But... I don't know if it was homophobic, right? No, it was because it not not making a joke that they were together. It was the joke that they were together and that that was less than. That oh, was the part that was problematic. Okay, okay. 
Okay, I forgot about the big show part. I was, yeah, I was yeah. thinking about the prison part. No, no. MV, MVP was, like, legitimately in real life in prison. So yeah, he, he was, well, I was going to ask if that was real life or mm-hmm. not. So that is, so that's, that's cool. But no, it wasn't the jokes about being pretty and in prison. Like, that, that's a fine, that's a, yeah. that's, that's a thing to make. Like, I'm sure in certain circles that could be problematic. To, yeah, I'm sure in certain circles. But like, but yeah, we're not getting that thing. sensitive, but yeah. no, it was, it was the comments about him and the big show, that's and how fair. they're less than other people, because they might be together. Like, but, that was the part that was the problem. But, that being said, that being said, if you look at it as a story... MVP, what he's saying, is messed up. But then Big Show comes out there and beats him in less than a minute. <laughs> he kicks so, his fucking ass. So if it's a story... Sure. That's It's satisfying. like, hey, it's not less than... Or it could be even worse. It could be that he's upset that he's been called that. Yeah, I mean... The, yeah, just the thing don't is, do it. The thing is, WWE is just... It's going to have problematic stuff. Yeah. I don't want to shy away from mentioning it. Yeah. I don't hold it against the actor, obviously. Yeah. Um, unless he said things in real life. I don't know anything about I don't think he had. I don't know. MVP's a really cool dude. But these are the writers in in the back. How much how much say do the act do the wrestlers have over their storylines? Not a ton at the level MVP and the Miz are at that point. They're mid card. Like John Cena could probably nick some stuff, your triple H's undertakers, but Uh mid range guys they can't and so then you have writers but then Vince McMahon gets everything. Yeah, and, so. and the, the the problem here is that Vince Mc, McMahon is problematic. Yeah, he's very at problematic. A, at his very core. And I'm sure we'll talk about that one day. Yeah. And then the only other thing about this is Link immediately... <laughs> he Link goes, I don't like him talking about The Miz okay. because he has an American flag belt. I don't know what that means. I don't know why he was upset about it, but that's what he was upset about. Link is the best. He's going to start a little revolt one day, and I'm ready for and it. And also, his teeth were so white. Yes, his teeth they were, were whiter than the last episode that was a year and a half later or whatever. Yeah, but very white. Uh, Just, I mean... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I did not. Uh, yeah, just leave it out is the thing with with that. Why? Like, I get, the, I can get the jail joke because it it's in line with him being in jail, and he. I mean, that's yeah. that's calling him a pretty boy. Yeah. That's going. You're you're so you're such mm-hmm. a pretty boy. Yeah, it doesn't make him lesser than. It makes him no. more popular. <laughs> it does make him more popular. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with that part of it. Yeah. But anyway. No, no, I'm with you on and that. And then the match was so fast. I don't I think I was still right. I think I was still getting my note up for the match when like it was over. Well, and it's it's weird too because it's, at this point I can't tell you if Big Show is a good guy or a bad guy. I mean, yeah, I know everyone has to be good and bad. They they don't have to be, but Big Show normally jokes about how many times he's been flipped from good to bad, uh-huh. like every other episode sometimes. But if MVP was the good guy in that segment, they just had him get squashed. And that's very confusing, too. That typically doesn't happen when you're good guys. Like, there should have been some, like, oh, he might do this. And there was never any of that. Well, all the matches were so fast. Because mm-hmm. there were eight matches? Seven matches. There were seven matches two. in an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. And well, I think last week we watched one and there were, like, Eight matches in three and a half hours. Okay. Two, almost three hours. So the difference is commercial time. 
Yeah. The pay-per-view doesn't typically have commercials. We saw commercials because of Peacock. Mm-hmm. So you have three hours of nothing but a wrestling show, and then on that you had a little bit here. I mean, gosh, if I remember correctly, commercials when we were younger. I mean, it, there were a lot more. I haven't watched cable. Yeah. In, except like when I'm on vacation in probably ten years. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the psych stuff. I mean, oh, yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. right after this. Let's, let's, let's talk about du Dulay. Dulay Hill. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and apparently James Renee was supposed to be there, but he had to get an appendectomy. Yeah, and Josh... And I was like, at first I wasn't sure if it was real or not, to uh-huh. feed into the things yeah. we were talking about last week. I was like, surely James is going to show up as a wrestler coming out or mm-hmm. something as a bit. Because that, honestly, that's probably what they had planned originally, is yeah. something like that. But, um... But yeah, he just, he apparently had to have an appendectomy. Yeah, and John Cena mentioned it in there. He had had one recently, too. I remember that, like, I remember seeing uh, something online saying John Cena taken to the emergency room, and that, yeah, that's what it was. So that was real. And he was like, I feel really good. Uh, yeah, so my big note on all of this um, is John Cena's just too fucking much. Yeah, he's he's definitely not comfortable yet. Because he's... He's definitely doing the over and like, yeah, that's a great idea. That's yep, uh-huh. fantastic. Uh huh. And yep, it drove me <laughs> bonkers. I just I couldn't. Uh, it was just way too much. And to be honest with you, the Miz came in doing his snarky shit shortly after that, and I was like, as much as I hate this guy. Just a whole lot easier to listen to because he was talking and not yelling and uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just so over the top. What did you think about uh, uh, Dule? I I mean, Dule is an actor. He obviously is not comfortable talking live, mm-hmm. and they're and they're doing the Dule Hill was doing this half between Gus and actually Dule Hill. Mm-hmm. Like he's playing it up for the thing, but he's not being full on Gus. He's himself, but it's definitely a caricature. So mm-hmm. it's this weird place that I, I think it's pretty obvious. Dule Hill is not super comfortable in, and I think he did fine. Like I was expecting it to be way more cringy mm-hmm. than that. It was just it was just bad acting, but it was fine. To be honest with you, I think out of all the people he talks to, he has the least amount of chemistry with John Cena. Yeah. Uh, he does something with Carlito, Miz, Yeah, Alicia we'll talk Fox. about the Carlito yeah. and Alicia Fox when we get to it. But yeah. like, yeah, uh, the Carlito, yeah, anyways. Yeah, that was, that was good. I mean, uh, just, it, I don't know if they were just trying to make up, I, it's on the show is, uh, Roday, the, like, more over-the-top character. Yeah, hands down. Well, so, uh, it's weird, right? Because they're, both characters are, are mm-hmm. fucking odd. Yeah. Sean is the one that is always extra mm-hmm. but Gus is the one that always has these weird interests and likes and everything and always goes around with him and whines a lot more he's definitely yeah. the getting dragged along character gotcha. even though it's what Gus's character ultimately wants is he wants to be dragged along into adventures and everything so like they have a you'd have to watch the show but yeah well I was just I was wondering like cause I I like Always Sunny in Philadelphia and if all of the gang came on to Raw, with the exception of Charlie Day, who is the over-the-top one, I could see the re- everyone else trying to fill that void, is what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. 
And, and maybe, maybe. But not. I don't know about the characters in real life, though. That's true. Because the, the show psych is a, is very much a, a caricature of, of people a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, they're, they're all extra. Um, the the romantic interest is actually the the straight man of the of the show. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, I, I I didn't think it was awful. Um, yeah. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna watch it again. I'm not yeah. gonna like get nostalgic for it and go I won't watch either. that scene again. I won't but. either. Uh, so the Miz came in and he had a very good put down. He's like he's pretty much said I'm more popular than. Anybody, I mean, I was on a reality TV, sh- uh, re- reality TV show. Um, Julie says something. Miss says like, I had to Google to know who you were uh, or know who you are, and I was like, that's a pretty good put down from the Miz. Like, so, and then I did not catch the reference to the two-year-old SNL bit. I did not understand what that was. I don't either. To. Was were they talking to? Dulé, I mean, I, it was Dulé and the Miz. It was right after that. It was like the next thing that happened right as they signed off. I don't know what it was. Who said it? I because I must have missed it. Dulé Hill said it. Like he started to put him down. There was like I got better things to do than do a two year old SNL bit, and he walked off the screen. I'll have to go. So comment, yeah, and let us know. But only if you leave a five star review. Uh. <laughs> That's all you can't leave a five-star review on YouTube. Oh, you're right. I'm going to turn comments off unless you leave a five-star review. Individually Uh, give access to people. No, I think what I'll do is when we get enough five-star reviews everywhere, I'll open them up. (laughs) And then as soon as they say something negative, I'm closing them right back. I don't... I will fixate on that. I will. You gotta just not read them. I'll read them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You'll say, I'll read them, then the next time we do it, the camera's in a completely different angle or something, and my brain will be like, what the fuck happened? What did they say? Cameras will change a lot. Um, I did miss one thing. Before that segment, we had a backstage segment with Cody Rhodes, Ted DiBiase Jr., and Brandy Orton. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who that was, and I said he looked like Winnie the Pooh because he was wearing a t-shirt and a no, <laughs> You talking about Randy? Yeah. Yeah, so Randy was in that last one you watched, too. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I, when he came out to wrestle, his <laughs> smoldering, I'm trying to fuck you with my eyes look mm-hmm. reminded me who it was. Yeah. But in the locker room, that wasn't as strong, so, uh, so I couldn't place him. Gotcha. I only re- recognized him from his eyes. So these, uh, you know, like like podcast, uh, we mentioned earlier, cis white males, that group of three cis white males, uh, were called Legacy, and they were all oh, second and third generation wrestlers who formed uh, a group together. Yeah. And they, nepotism. Nepotism, speedos, and lots of. They probably are having sex. Like, they just all, like, even in the locker room, why were they so close? I don't know. No shirts, no pants. Which, even if they are doing it, good for them. Just make more babies somehow. And make more future stars. More nepotism. But that was, uh, I wanted to let you know about Legacy. Because that that was a group. And then Randy's fighting Seamus. Are supposed to be fighting Seamus at Randy Orton. And then again, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy in that one? And, and I know it doesn't always have to be good and bad, but it's weird that Seamus was presented as a bad guy and Randy was also presented as a bad guy. 
and then they're going to have them have a match at the Royal Rumble, it doesn't make a lot of sense because if they're both supposed to be getting booed, who are the fans going to cheer for? Maybe they'll just beat the shit out of each other. Or maybe it'll get interrupted again like every fucking match seems to. This, yeah. Yeah, this episode was bad about that. Oh, speaking of that, I Mm. forgot. I did have a question about the the Michaels H. Rhodes, whoever that guy was, Mm. match. Um, And it, it, it matters for the other ones. What are the... These tag team rules, I don't understand them. Why do sometimes you gotta wait to be tagged in, other times you can just get in there and do whatever the fuck you want? Oh my god. <laughs> Explain a little bit. Okay. Uh, Is it just whatever's convenient for the story? It's tough. Uh, there's different rules in different countries and different regions, but for WWE traditionally... It is, you're supposed, you can't come in unless you're tagged in, right? If you tag, you have, I believe, 10 seconds of both people can be in the ring at the same time. However, a lot of times, if it breaks down, everybody will come in at once because there's only one referee. And the referee, the logic behind it is the referee could disqualify in the match at any time. But also the referee is aware of, hey, people paid to come see this and they're fighting, that's good. So really, it's you. You're technically supposed to hold a rope that's in the corner and wait for a tag. But if it breaks down and people start fighting, they start fighting. But you have to keep up with who the legal man is. So if the person who isn't tagged in tries to pin someone else, it won't count. Is there a time limit before you can tag back out? Nope. You can just tag, tag, tag. So Shawn Michaels tagged himself in. On Triple H at the end of that match. Oh, yeah, he slapped his back. Yes. Yeah. But then Triple H obviously didn't want to leave, so mm-hmm. why couldn't he just tag himself back in? He didn't get back in the corner quick enough, I think. Like well, they, were, they both just stayed in the ring for the rest of yeah, the match. Yeah, so he, you, can't, you have to be in the corner to initiate uh, the tag. Okay. But yeah, that's usually, that is like a go-to gimmick when tag team partners aren't getting along. The other partner will tag themselves in. It's like, I want to win this one. And so, but yeah, tag okay. matches are tough because a tornado tag, uh, tornado tag means everybody's in. Fun. Yeah, it's, okay. it is a whole Alright, sorry. We need to move on. I just, I forgot. No, we don't have to move on. It's tag, we could have a whole show on just tag team rules. So next up is Maurice. Maurice, um, who, <laughs> is her, is her theme just a Karen but French? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That's solid. Uh, as you can see, women are really up in their match times here. Two minutes. So far in the past two shows, you've seen... Uh, one was a heavyweight. I mean, a Divas Championship match, which was only five minutes. And now you've added only three minutes between two matches for women's matches in this. They were fast. They were... Uh, the, the Maurice one was kind of... It was not great. Yeah, it was, it was uh, just blah. Maurice is Mike... I mean, Mike Mizanin. The Mi- the Miz's wife. In real life. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I it, thought Maurice was, um... What's her name from the last time? Uh... No, Michelle McCool? Yeah, I thought nope. they were the same person. No, nope, Maurice is different. Could you imagine waiting on them or something at a place? Oh, my God. It'd be fun. Like the actual characters. I, I, I hope they're not that bad in real life, but would it would be, be terrible. Awful. But this was fun because... 
Uh, it actually caught me off guard when uh, Dulé Hill hit the fireworks. <laughs> it did. It, it, so I watched the, the clips that you sent me first, mm-hmm. and that's when I was like, hey, let's just watch the whole yeah. episode. Um, so it caught me off guard on that, and then it caught me off guard again, because just the timing was very well done. Yeah, it was just at a... I was like, oh, someone's coming in, and then nope, it was just Dulé Hill hit a button. And he's back there, like, are the are firework buttons really that big, or is that like a fake panel? I couldn't tell. So, so the, the button pressing, like, focus, that's very Gus. Yeah. Gus would have, Gus and Psych would be hyper-focused on pressing a button. And wouldn't be able to help himself. Like, so that's part of the the dynamic where he's playing this hybrid version yeah. of himself. Um, her extensions were yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was all bad. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, uh, and, and I assume she was just speaking French to, like, piss off the audience. Uh, I think, I think it's a mix to piss off the audience and just... I think it's that, and also, I think she is a much better... Her English is very good, but I think she can express herself better in that character in French, uh, too. I think it's a mix of both. It, But it also would not surprise me if Vincent Man was like, Hey, pal, go out there and do that French stuff. They'll fucking hate it. They, they will. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sure there was nothing... I'm sure there was nothing the Miz did. That pissed off the audience more than the audience not being able to understand what she was saying. Oh, Maurice. Maurice, you said The Miz. Yeah. I was saying there's nothing that The Miz did oh, to piss the audience off that even comes close to how pissed off they yeah. must have been for Maurice. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. So, she wins after a pretty she uneventful won. match. Yeah, her, uh... What was the other lady? Uh, Eve. And Eve. Eve becomes bigger later. At this time, I think she was just still... Like, I don't even... Like, it looked like she was just wearing black pants, black top... I think she gets bigger later on. This was very early for her. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, I did say Maurice's uh, finisher, which has a great name, the French Kiss, because she's French. And because and, uh, she's French. Does she lick them? No. No, she doesn't. But it was a DDT, and it looked really good. Like, it looked like it hurt. Mm-hmm. Also, Eve did a backflip, and... Usually you try to land a certain way, but it looked like she landed on nothing but her knee. It looked like it hurt. So, in in two minutes though, they did a backflip and a cool move. I mean, yeah, know. I mean, it, there was no downtime once nope. again. Um, but so she wins. She gets out of the ring, and then she does a hair flip. Mm-hmm. But then she doesn't feel like the hair flip did well enough, so she gave them a second take. By doing the exact same hair flip again. I think that's her thing, though. To do it twice? I think her thing is just to do hair flip. Because that's the funniest fucking bit. <laughs> if she just always yeah. does the hair flip twice. Yeah, I do think it was that's just... her thing. And then she was like... <laughs> so funny. Oh, Maurice. Oh, Maurice. So, but, I mean... She got to... It's always a good thing if you're interacting with the guest show host. That's always good. Uh, after that, it looks like we had Vince McMahon come out, right? Yeah. So what were your initial thoughts about Vince McMahon's thing before I go into well, this? Well, I've seen him before. I, I mean, and I don't like the man as a, as a rule because he's an atrocious human being. Mm-hmm. But, um... 
It was fine. It was about what I would expect. Okay. Um, I did note that it was hilarious of him trying to climb over the fucking rail to get back in the ring. <laughs> it took him, like, way too long. Yeah, so he, uh, I'll show you a video one day of where he tried to slide into the ring, um, and he tore both of his, um, a ACLs, I believe. Both? Both, yeah, he was coming out there real... That's like, impressive. He And he tried, he slid into the ring, tried to stand up, and he fell on his butt, and like, he just couldn't move. I will say, another thing I noticed that felt weird was him being polite to his employees to ask them to move out of the way so he could climb over the rail. Yeah. He said that very nicely, and that mm. felt weird. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed like he should have been rude to him. Yeah, it's, it is weird that he broke character there. I do... Now... He is from all for all intents and purposes, everything the feedback we get. If someone knows Vince McMahon in real life and they think, hey, he's a swell guy, cool, whatever. But what we've gotten on the outside is that he's not. Look, for people, a lot of reasons. People are complex thing complex yep. living, breathing creatures, and you can be good to some people mm -hmm. and not be good. To others. Exactly. He may be sweet to you, John Cena, but he did cover up a woman's murder. Uh, if you see this. We'll, we'll watch the John Oliver special yeah. that covers a lot of it, and we'll talk about that one. Week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, okay. I, I have no love for the man, but as far as his character on his show or whatever. It was and for those, it'll be like, well, if you don't love him, you keep watching his product, this and that, and like, that's very fair. I also keep... Reading Harry Potter and watching yeah. Harry Potter yeah. doesn't mean I support J.K. Rowling. Oh, and in this case, with there's so many people that work for him that I enjoy supporting, too. So, I, I yeah, there's there's a, just mm -hmm. it's a complex world we live in, and uh, you can hold several things in your head at once. And that being said, there are a few things I love that he did. Okay. All right, let's hear it. Uh, so, in his in-ring in promo, he said, you know, that if the world heavyweight champion, The Undertaker, said Vince screwed Brett. Uh, so, you know, let me go back. So, the week prior, The Undertaker had come out and said that, Vince, you screwed Brett over, you brought him back, and you kicked him in the gut, and all this stuff. And Cena comes out and reinforces that as the other big star. But um, do you have any context of what they're saying when they say Vince screwed Brett? No, in fact, I'm quite. I'm just like, why was Vince McMahon being mean to Rodney Piper? Why is yeah. Vince McMahon being mean to Bret Hart? I don't yeah. even know who. Like, I know who Rodney Piper is, but I, yeah. I don't know his character at all. I know him in movies. What's his name? Is it, did I get it wrong? What's the name on there, Trip? Is it Rodney Piper? Yeah. I love that you're calling him that. It's Roddy. Roddy. But I love... Why would I know that? That's not a name. Rodney is a name. <laughs> I love that he's Rodney Piper. Don't change it. Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. I knew it was Rowdy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, also a great first name. That'd be a great name for a kid. Roddy? Rowdy. Rowdy? Rowdy Roddy? No, just Rowdy. Yeah. Rowdy Piper. Rowdy Car. Oh, I don't like it. Um, oh, my Siri tried to find stuff on uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper Car. 
Uh, okay. So, the whole vent screw Brett thing goes back to uh, the Montreal screw job. Essentially, what happened in real life. It's also this whole thing with him and Cena, Taker and Brett, it's all blurring real life and fake life. Back to like, did Jerry the King Lawler really have a heart attack or not? We can always go back to that first episode because you don't know. Um, did we kill Osama bin Laden? I didn't I know, know from the show. I had to go check news. <laughs> Even though it was 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, John, yeah, you're right. So, um, Bret Hart decided he wanted to leave WWE to go to WCW for more money. He was a champion. He did not want to lose the belt. Uh, Bret comes from a very long, very historic wrestling family. And although it's scripted, they take it so seriously. Like, if I'm not, I don't want to lose to Shawn Michaels, ironically, on my way out because he's been a dick to me in real life. I don't want him to have the belt, which is a fake belt, part of the story. Sure. But Vince and Vince came up with the idea of we're going to say that he submitted in the match, called the match in front of hundreds of, I mean, in, in front of thousands of people. At the end of a pay-per-view, Sean puts him in a, a submission, and then the bell just rings. And that is a real thing that happened. It was not part of storyline. Uh, Brett spits in Vince's face, leaves, goes to WCW, and that's, that's real. They screwed him over on live TV in Canada, where the hearts are like gods. So... This is Bret Hart coming back in this time area, and Vince brought him back and beat him up, which is all storyline to push it. Because what are they doing? They're trying to build up Bret and uh, Vince's little uh, rivalry here so that when they get to a match between the two of them, which wasn't great, but when they get to a match between the two of them, he gets his come up and everything's right in the world. But they're using real-life stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, the way Cena comes in and says, hey, you treat us like chewed up bubblegum. Like, when we don't, you know, when we're not good anymore, you just toss us away. I did like the John Cena coming in and saying, like, look, it's, you know, you can treat us this way, but one day you'll be 90 in a wheelchair, and I won't be, and I'll just come push you out of your wheelchair. And then Vince is like, oh, God, we better get Brent here then, you know, um... <laughs> I'll invite him. But John Cena did say that he would beat the shit out of Vince on his 90th birthday for Andre the Giant, who Vince had issues with at the end. Um, Outback Jack to Bret Hart. You know, it was weird. But right before that, when Vince went out into that crowd and was like, what reason should I bring Bret Hart back and was doing crowd work? He's a solid crowd work guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was solid. Like, he just, he took whatever was given to him and he flipped it real quick. He did the thing where he was acting like he was pointing at certain people and stuff, but he was really just looking in the air. But uh, he did really good. Uh, but, yeah, it's all coming for Brett to come back. And then Cena got a, for punishment, he's like, you got to fight Sheamus at the end of the night, who's the heavyweight champion at the time. So, really, it's like for punishment, you have a chance to win the heavyweight belt. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, although they're working here, it lines up with a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And then, it's time for more... I think before that, mm -hmm. I could be wrong, 
They did the ad for WrestleMania. Oh, so you got the ad for WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't an ad ad. It was, it was, they did a little promo for it. Oh, I see. I didn't have a promo for, or I didn't note it. Yeah, so the reason it stuck out to me, so because they did all the numbers about stuff, about all the different... Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble? Yeah. Oh. Are you talking about how they, they went through and talked about, like, this... You know, if you have this number and all the statistics uh, and everything. Okay, oh. yeah. Was that that, that's it's, a, it's supposed to be for Royal Rumble. Maybe it was Royal Rumble. Maybe I just missed. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so what I noted about it is that they made a Shakespeare reference. At what point? It was, let me count the ways. Oh, which is a solid Shakespeare okay, reference. Okay. So some, some writer somewhere was like, I'm going to throw this shit in. Yeah, so I got a featured video package uh, recapping the Royal Rumble history. Uh, and this is about the era that they started doing that every year. Uh-huh. Uh, and it talks about uh, this many people have won it from the number one spot. At that time, Kane had the most eliminations of all time. For And they do it. I don't know when they're going to stop referencing it, but it's like the Warlord got knocked out in two seconds. But just last year, Santino got knocked out and won, and then we're still hearing about it up until a couple of years ago. And <gasps> Santino doesn't even work for them anymore. Instead of just haven't redone the promo. Yeah, it just, it, but it's always a little different. But yeah, it was, I do remember that, uh, I remember saying that, but yeah, it was about Royal Rumble. So, what questions do you have about the Royal Rumble? None, because I don't even know what to ask. Okay, so the Royal Rumble is, um... It's typically 30 people, but one person, two people start the match, and then every, they'll say, they'll give you a number. Some years they say 90 seconds, some years they take two minutes, but then if they notice the crowd's getting a little little low, they'll just put the timer up and nobody's paid attention. So it'll be like, 10, 9, because people just love chanting. They're like, the whole crowd's like, 10, 9. But, uh, so it starts with two people. And then people come out. Uh, if you're thrown over the top rope, you lose. And there is a cat. There is. We're just going to ignore her. Uh, if you get thrown over the top rope, you lose. And you do that until all 30 people are gone. It's with the exception of one. The last person standing wins. And gets to fight for uh, the heavyweight belt or, or WWE championship at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Cool. You just, if you get thrown out of the ring, it's kind of like a King of the Hill type deal. Alright, so next was the the uh, the next psych thing mm-hmm. with, with um, God, I'm forgetting all the, I'm so bad with names and there are so many of these. Yeah, with Alicia Fox. I have a note for every character that I have noticed the name for, which means I have missed several. Mm-hmm. And I think I have 30 people here. It's been two episodes. This is a lot. Yeah, sure. So next we had uh, Dulé Hill, John Cena, Carlito. Oh, Carlito, the Carlito, Carlito one. the Carlito bit. Okay, so which was fun. Yeah, it was I, fun. I legitimately enjoyed the Carlito. Bit. Carlito, sneaky good actor too. That was he was very calm. I, I didn't know fun. he was a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, so like for a while into the bit. So. One of the things I wrote, since you're so interested in pants, I was like, well, he must make you happy because he's wearing the largest jeans I've ever seen. He's also wearing his polo. He's wearing his polo. Like from Target or Walmart. Like, 
So good. So what happened in this bit is Carlito is showing uh, Gus or Dulé the... Um, Around behind the scenes. Or behind the scenes, the truck in the back, and he's like, Dulé looks, and he's like, well, hey, this, what does this do? And the, the person in there explains that it puts a person on the screen, so he puts Carlito on the screen, then he hits essentially a random button, and then Carlito's opponent for that night is Kelly Kelly. Carlito in full street clothes was first worried about his gear, and then he's like, I, you know, I think I'm good to go fight Kelly Kelly. And then it was just... Then they just threw it away. It was a shit show. Oh, we also, we totally skipped over Kofi and The Miz. Oh. Back, back real quick. Yeah. Uh, we, Kofi, well, yeah. Kofi and The Miz... I'll be honest with you, there's not a lot to talk about. Kofi defeated The Miz in 3 minutes and 40 seconds. It was okay. I enjoy watching Kofi Kingston. Yeah, Kofi's I, good. I like watching him yeah. wrestle more than several of the others. Yeah, you haven't seen him lose yet. I guess not. Because uh, he won the other one too, yeah, right? Yeah, Sheamus. Yeah. Yeah, which is... I I'm mean, remembering things. Yeah. You got this. Yeah, so Kofi's doing good. Oh. He put Sheamus through a table. Yeah. If you get to if you get to where you like him, he uh, you, you know he always hovered around the mid card and everything. There was there was the one moment towards the end of the match where like uh, the Miz is running at him. He ducks like through the rope, mm -hmm. lifts his head up real, his leg up real high, yeah. kicks him in the face. It was good. Kofi's, I don't even remember who won though because yeah, was, uh, Kofi won. Okay, it was a pretty uh, uneventful. Well, all these matches are fast, and yeah. it wasn't for the uh, Miz's belt or anything. Kofi just beat him in three minutes and forty seconds. Uh, it was really weird. And there wasn't like any the build up to it was so long ago. In the, in the thing that I wasn't even thinking about it anymore. Yeah, they just kind of started it. And then, what even in that, you have MVP come out, too, to kind of look at Kofi and everything. And then MVP smug because, well, he lost. Kofi so won. So did Miz, Miz lost, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, that it was just kind of thrown in there. But, uh, yeah, it really, it was, it was really overshadowed. By this random Carlito Kelly Kelly thing. I think it might be my favorite little bit that they've that they've done yet. It was it, it was Carlito and, and Dula Hill yeah. and the random guy that they have doing the, the buttons. production. Yeah, like is he an actor? Is he just the guy who actually does the buttons? Do did we you, ever see him again? I've never seen him again. <laughs> I, he did not register with me at all. Then I think he honestly might have just been the yeah. guy. Uh, he might have been so. Carlito goes to the ring. Kelly Kelly's music comes on. Uh, I mentioned his pants. And then before she can get to the ring, Santino comes out. What are your thoughts on Santino? I I was trying to get some notes up, and then whatever the fuck happened, happened. Mm -hmm. I don't. I didn't know who was wrestling. I didn't know why we were missing it. I was ready for the bit where Kelly Kelly kicks Carlito's ass. Like, that's what I was prepared yeah. for. I was like, there's no way... That they're gonna let him beat her up after that bit, and they just threw it away. Yeah, they, they just it. disappeared. Yeah, is what I well, here. Oh, I did make a note though. When who are the two people who I don't know who? Santina Morella and Jack Swagger. Okay, cool. Those guys. When they get up in the ring, you see Carlito, who is already in the ring in his street clothes, in his in his engineer outfit, like yeah. <laughs> in his engineer clothes. 
and you just see him kind of slowly shuffle off to the ring and yeah. step out yeah. and just walk away. Like, not my monkey, not my yeah. circus. Yeah, Carly does really good. The more he, the more we get to watch... I would like, like to him. see more of Carly, yeah. though. He's, yeah, he's he's, really he was... He was music. Really good. Santino. But yeah, I, I didn't even pay attention to the fight. Okay. I didn't care. We'll see more Santino eventually. He's a comedy act. Uh, he's, he's really good. Jack Swagger, I just put, was too much, too annoying. Did not like him. He did push-ups over Santino. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like, um... He... <laughs> I, I remember that now. He uh, and, I, and it did. I thought he was kissing him for a minute. Yeah, like... Was he? Do, I, it did look like he was doing uh, push-ups and kissing his forehead, but he wasn't. But it was just a little off. But immediately, uh, Lundgren? Something is that a wrestler? Lundgren? Lundgren? No. Anyway, he looks like the big, like blonde German guy that they'll put in That's movies. Jack Swagger, right? One of them, whoever yeah, that yeah. was. Jack Swagger, the one that pushed him. Yeah, Swagger. Yeah, uh, he looks like the guy in the Punisher movie. Yeah, that like fights him in the apartment, and he looks like the guy that. Um, That's a wrestler. Is it? Yes, yeah, Kevin it? Nash. Okay, but he's hair's blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then he also looks like the guy in Die Hard who uh, Bruce Willis hangs up by the chain. Yeah. 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 Do I? Hold on. It's not Lundgren. It's just Jack Swagger. But that is a guy, right? Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to... Yeah. You were saying it like I was saying a word that you've never heard of No, before. no, I just... Yeah, he looks like that guy. He does... Okay, I thought you were saying Jack Swagger... What, I thought you were saying he was Lundgren. No, I was saying that I... I thought it would have been that... I, like, oh, I thought it was him. Okay. Like, I didn't know who he was. And I'm, Lundgren just came to me as we were talking. Okay, I was very... I, I know this guy. Yeah, I was very thrown off with Jack. You've seen Jack Swagger before, too. Have I? Yeah, he was in the country ass whooping match. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. but, yeah, uh, that, I yes. He does look like Dolph Lundgren. I thought you were trying to call him. I, I thought you were asking me about a wrestler named Lundgren, and I was like, I don't I don't know. Well, I didn't know that man wasn't a wrestler. He looks like he could have been a wrestler. Dolph Lundgren, I bet, I bet there's some tie in somewhere. But, yeah, anyways. So the match was stupid. I was fully prepared to watch whoever the fuck Kelly Kelly is kick his ass. I don't trust people with two first names. Nuh-uh. Or two last names. <laughs> but if they had three in there, then i trust them. If Kelly. it was Kelly Kelly Kelly, which... Nope, nope, that'd be KKK. But um, that dude who came out and talked to I also don't know. He Santino. was the Spanish guy? He's Italian. Italian? Yeah. Okay. It's got to be a, a not a real accent, right? I don't think it's very real. He is actually Italian, but his accent is it sometimes teeters into a Mexican accent, but it's like he's more of like mamma mia. The only thing of note from his speech, the only thing I picked up on that stuck in my head was him trying to figure out how many Kellys to say. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know how many Kellys he said. He's 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 really funny. Uh, he actually was given permission or he or would break people on live TV. Like there's a good clip of him and John Cena and he'd always say like, look at you and John China. <laughs> like say his names, re- says names really funny. Uh, uh, like, or, and I will go to WrestleMania. But as someone with no background on these people, yeah. I did not care at all. About no, it was, I didn't care much. Like I want, I was excited that Santino came on cause I thought he'd be funny for you to watch, but it was done. Over with, not great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Kelly Kelly did just disappear. She yeah, did. she just went home. <laughs> <laughs>
So after that, we get... I believe that is when we're getting the Cena and Hill, the not with, the last with Fox. Yeah, with Alicia Fox. So they call Rode on speakerphone. Oh yeah, yeah, they do call Rode. Yeah, and he's talking, talks about man pecs and stuff. So to John Cena. Yeah, which was very Sean character. Okay. Like that. That's something that Sean on site would say. That was not mm-hmm. a James Rode. Mm-hmm. James Rode is actually pretty demure in in. Mm-hmm. in interviews and stuff. He's okay. a pretty calm and thoughtful seeming human being. Mm-hmm. Um, um, unless he's act, playing it up for attention yeah. for whatever. But um, I do love John Cena comes in and goes I, it had to be a dig at the actual WWE people, right? With him going sorry, my technical expertise is stuck in the late 90s and they literally just call him on a phone in 2010 yeah. on a landline on and put him on speakerphone. They don't have an actual anything. They do truly just use a landline phone. The audio quality was not good enough for it to be faked. They yeah. literally just put him on speakerphone in front of live television in 2010. Yeah, so it was really weird because it was very much a... Uh, yeah, he had to be poking fun at it that it was a phone phone. Yeah. Uh, and but maybe he's calling from the hospital. Yeah, I think so. I think but that was would, the bit. Why would they have to have a real like a landlock? Like, no, I think WWE home. just was like, yeah, call him on the phone. That'll be enough. But there's a lot of questions about this. <laughs> we're going. We're like today's just going to be an hour, and I don't think it ever will be. But uh, yeah, we're, uh, but there's a lot about this phone. Like, does the WWE carry a landline with a maplework? Because they're in a different city every week. It's so, probably just in what was ever in the office, right? Whose office? Whatever office they were in. They just found an the office. Found an office there that had a landline, and nobody had a cell phone. I'm sure every office in in that stadium probably has a has a phone. In 2011. Yeah, I have, we have an we have a phone in every one of my offices at work. Well, it's a stadium. It's not like an office. I, it was probably in someone's oh, office. Oh, that's going to be our first shirt. <laughs> it was someone, <laughs> someone's office. Like, just about it, about the phone. But um, yeah, like, but yeah, it's super fucking weird. Like, it was. And just speakerphone on live television. They could have just not had him yeah. talk. But I did like the bit. Like, that was saying, this was my favorite initial bit, was that... Alicia Fox comes in saying, like, are y'all psychics or something? And then so, he's like, we're from a show, Psych. So I think there are actually a few references in this to the show. Mm-hmm. The The reason they probably did the phone is because they didn't want to rewrite whatever the original bit was. Mm-hmm. And the original bit was probably going to be Gus cutting Sean off to Mac on some girl. Yeah. Which is a Gus thing to yeah. do. Um, Gus is very girl crazy in the show, and that was a... Mm-hmm. And and we'll keep going, but I'm sure y'all get, you're gonna have a question about something that'll have to answer. Well, no, no, it was I just thought it was very clever. Like he uh, starts explaining that he's the actor, and then you know I think Rodé starts explaining something too. But then he uh, Dulé realizes like, oh, if I say I'm a psychic, this beautiful woman yeah. will want to be around yeah. me. I just thought it was a good bit, yeah. and then she gave him like the yeah, and if it doesn't work. Something's gonna happen, and then John Cena. It's not just one joke. It's like, you know, delays. Like, well, what does that mean? He's like, well, it could mean this ridiculous thing, this ridiculous thing, or Mark Henry will give you, uh, 
an appendix surgery the hard way. But yeah. he did like it was so. I just it, I cringed. It wasn't. Cringed. It wasn't delivered well. Um, love you, John Cena. Come on the show. No. <laughs> you were turned down, John Cena, on the show. It, he's he has too many make a wishes. He needs to do. <laughs> I, if he. If he came on the show, I'd be like, "Hey, aren't you supposed to be somewhere?" Because he had, you know, he has the record for the most of all time. He doesn't keep up with it. Other people started keeping up with it, but he's granted more wishes than anyone else in the world. Oh yeah, incredible person. But I, <laughs> no, don't come here because I. Yeah. I'll kick you off and I'll yeah, just no. have a show with John, John Cena. John Cena, until we start covering what you've done more recently, please don't come here because I don't want to have to change the way I'm going to speak. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so who's Mark Henry? Mark Henry is the world's strongest man, uh, just a very large wrestler. But why... He's like... He's, why did he bring up that person specifically in relation to Alicia I don't Fox? know if he and Alicia Fox had a, like, a story going at the time. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was, it was so quick that I was... I didn't research it, but uh, Mark Henry's also like he's built like like a just a big like he's like this wide uh-huh. hands he can like like take frying pans and push them together. He was legit a, a world's strongest man. Jesus, uh, yeah, uh, good wrestler. So uh, I'm sure you probably missed the bit then if you don't bring it up where she's mm-hmm. talking about uh, Julie Hill's magic head. No, I don't know that. Yeah, she. There was a bit in between there where she starts touching his head and saying, "You'll be my magic head." You missed that. I watched it. Because that's super. It's a super weird thing if you don't watch Psych and yeah, know what a magic head is. But so Alicia Fox's character has always her gimmick was she was crazy. So uh, Alicia Fox. Yeah, you just tuned it out. Yeah, because to be honest with you, if she did that. Even if she came back to wrestling today and did that to someone, I wouldn't think it was a reference. She just does crazy things. Yeah, so the reference is that uh, Gus and Sean in one of the episodes go to a Comic-Con, mm-hmm. and they have to create a distraction, and they become two superheroes Gotcha. on stage, and he's Magic Head. Magic Head. Magic 8. Okay. Head. Okay, okay. Did not get that yeah, reference. Yeah, no, and how would you? No. Like, it was not a well-written part of the bit. Nobody got it, but she's, like, they're lucky <laughs> that her character has always been that type of character that they're like, oh, she's just doing weird stuff again. Yeah. Like, she's had times when she would just, like, talk, and like, to no one. It's, she's got all <laughs> kinds of stuff. But, yeah, so that leads into the match, right, between yeah. Alicia Fox and Gail Kim. Gail Kim... Like, um, oh gosh, what were they calling her? Karma? That we saw last week? Fine in WWE. I try to say E and F at the same time. Yeah. But she, in other places, top tier, incredible. Fine here. Has a really cool finisher. Um, I'll run through this and then give me your notes. It's only, uh, oh, we've added two more minutes to the amount of women's wrestling that you've seen. Gail Kim... Um, uh, really shined in this for me. Alicia Foss is also very good at making. It was like, I, it was a good match. Yeah. I thought that it was a fun two minutes. Once again, crowd is dead. More pants. There were pants. there were pants. Oh, there were a lot of shin guards in this episode. Good. A lot them. of men like to wear shin guards. I mean, shins hurt. 
Kofi uh, and Kofi King because we we skipped over it on accident. But Kofi Kingston and the Miz are both wearing giant ass shin guards that go all the way over their knees. Yeah. Which it makes sense why they have the things on their knees. It's the whole shin part that just looks I, goofy. But if you're gonna kick somebody with your I shin, yeah, yeah, I I love the shin guard. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dulé did some things that. Uh, well, anyway, Gil Kim beats Alicia Fox, which goes back to the thing of him saying, "Hey, you're gonna win tonight." Yeah, it's like just a, for the, yeah. the uh, and, which is sad that like their entire two minute match that they got to have is reduced to be fun for a bit. And they didn't do it for Carlito and Kelly Kelly? Nope. And then this is not only just a match, it's a tournament to decide who's going to be in the championship match, too. Oh, yeah, there was that, too. So it's like an important match that ends up just playing into the the guests of the week. Uh, after she loses, she rolls to the outside, goes to Dulé. He calls her Honey. And then he said, I liked your shoes. And then he got slapped really hard. He did get slapped really hard. Ironically, the person who is catering to him the most after he gets slapped and taking care of him is Jerry the King Lawler, who I told you last week that, like, pal drove Andy Kaufman and broke his neck. So, it was, I, I, I hope that irony was intentional. That, uh, he it was, was weird. Like, they, they did play it up a lot, but yeah. like just couldn't believe what happened and everything. It was a good slap, too. Yeah. Um, I watched it a couple times to see what happened, and she hits the headphones, and that's why it's so loud. Yeah. Well, I hope... I know he's playing a character, but all of his stuff with Alicia Fox made me feel kind of uncomfortable. It looked like he was trying to kiss her at one point, and she uh, he like, was. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he's playing a character. It, but he, yeah, that yeah. was definitely the Gus character. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be foiled. Like, like he's supposed to be the one. Okay. Anyways, anything but, else on that one? No, I mean that was that was the end of your psych. Yeah, that was the end of psych. There are some other times that they've sent videos that I've sent you and everything, but I know this is just our. I, I wanted to get I wanted to get you what you wanted, and there's your psych episode. Thank you. But after that has ended, uh, we have Sheamus versus John Cena. Yes, we do. The palest wrestler ever. I know. Uh, He's so... Because John Cena is not a tan. No, man. John Cena is... John Cena is yeah. probably slightly darker than me. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a pale person too. But but uh, Sheamus is... Whew, he is a white boy. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was, it was a okay match. But so... <coughs> Like what you said before, it gets interfered. With. Yeah, and, so, and then yeah, and that took me out of it too. I was like, mm-hmm. but why? Well, because Randy is fighting Sheamus that weekend, yes. and you don't want Sheamus to lose to John Cena because it takes away his thunder. You don't want John Cena to lose to Sheamus because he's John Cena. Um, but I will say this: the skin tone disparity between Sheamus and Randy Orton is unsettling for them to be of the same. <laughs> I don't think I paid attention. I usually... Like, trying to picture them in my head, it was... Like, I usually don't... I try my best not to pay attention to a ton of skin tone, but knowing that, likely, they they have some of the same ancestry, and one is the color of a hot dog, and one is the color of a piece of paper. Those are the choices you want to make? Yeah! 
Randy Orton is the same color of a coat hot dog. <laughs> and Seamus is the same color of whiteout. I just can't get over how much Randy Orton's eyes always look like they're trying to undress everyone around Yeah, him. he is... Well, oh, so what if his... Do, what aliases do you have for Randy Orton already? I don't think I have any. Okay. So give me some? Oh, yeah, because one is the apex predator, and it really goes with the eye thing you're saying. Apex predator. Yeah, the apex predator. There's some more, too. But the apex, the apex predator sounds like it goes pretty good with the whole eye humping thing. <laughs> well, that you know, that that kind of... Is there any loose ends on this episode? Because this, this I is... I don't think so. I think this is probably... My only note for him is his theme, and always trying to fuck people with his eyes. <laughs> he is. He's uh, he's the apex predator. That's what they do. Uh, <laughs> is it? Is yeah. That what I expect yeah. How to catch an apex predator is one of my favorite shifts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we miss much with this. It's, no, it's fun. It's fun tying in one of your loves with one of my loves, and. Uh, a little more about what happens after this. They get to the uh, pay-per-view. Edge Edge wins the Royal Rumble. So he had been out with injury. And all these people that are vying to win the Royal Rumble, it doesn't matter anyway because Edge just comes back and wins. Um, I don't so, know who the Edge is. Huh? I don't know who the Edge okay, is. Okay, Edge the Edge. Uh, so you just call him the Edge. He's just Edge. <laughs> you Sorry. can't call him the Edge? No, because that's U2's guitarist. <laughs> just pick a different name. Or just go with the same name. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he he wins it. He's the guy that in the match we watched last week, the ladder match, he comes out in the Jeep and is just like hitting oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was before he got hurt. Okay. Uh, but that being said, this was, uh, as far as the overall watch... I did not like this one at all. Oh, yeah. Right. It has nothing to do with sight. The oh, sight bits, fine. No, okay. the sight bits are okay. Um, I don't have any... Like, I've got two points of reference here. Mm. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I just... It was a tough watch for me. Uh, and it might be because I watched it this morning also. And it's just very fresh. And it's John Cena cringed me up a lot. It happens. Yeah. But uh, so, what do you want to what do you want to talk about next time? I don't know. What's you? We've watched two from the era of wrestling that you hate. Yeah. So let's do. Show me an episode that would that you think would make you love wrestling. Like show show me an episode that like makes your heart go a flutter. Oh, but I have okay. We'll do that. I'll I'll take a look, and it's hard because. Any pay-per-view or show, it usually is a, you know, uh, they're pulling the storyline together, and that's what builds it up. But I think what we might do... We can do a bit from a few different episodes, if you want. Yeah, we might do the NWO and WCW. Okay. Oh, you don't know anything about the New World Order? I've heard of the New World Order before. Uh, yeah. Do you know who uh, Razor Ramon is? No. Then you've never heard of the New World okay. Order. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Um, and we end every episode with... My name... Wait, no. And the name of the show is Trip Needs to Watch Wrestling. And what? No, what's the name of the show again? 
Trip doesn't watch wrestling. And Jamie needs him to. Please. And no one knows what a nose knows. Oh, well, that was our first catchphrase. But yeah, no one knows what a nose knows. This is a conspiracy. Bye. Bye.